0: We invade small phones to the internet So we can stimulate brains with intellect We explode on the scene with the current street news And that niggas it when we drop reviews Atomic, it's the power we cast All work, no play. We pong that ass, friend That's my nigga man, last name Guzman my sanity? the candy, yo, break on, son It's I-I-S-S-M-D-D. Complete figure fools like Rick Flair, G uh-huh. Live from Times Square, through the airways, free We do not think twice about an interview, E We save many lives with the job we do Like Superman, bitch, we unstoppable. I'm trying to imitate it's impossible because that Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast, coming to you live from the Upper West Side, New York City, where we blow up the news on a verbal scale. My guest today, she's an actress, and I think you probably know her best from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers as Cat. Ladies and gentlemen, Catherine Sutherland. Catherine, how are you?
1: Hi! <laughs> Hi. How
0: are you? I'm very good. I'm very good, especially now talking to you over the phone. How's everything by your oh, neck of the woods? I'm
1: in beautiful California. It's a gorgeous, sunny day, so life is good. <laughs>
0: uh, is, is it in the high 90s like it is in the city in New York? Yes.
1: It is very, very thirsty, but in, it's beautiful. It's nothing better than the California weather. That's why it's so expensive to live
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been residing in California?
1: Since I lived here for the show, actually. I've been here for... 20 years
0: believe it or not wow are you serious
1: i know yeah yeah i never left i moved here for the show and then you know your life just kind of takes shape and i was only 20 when i moved here so by the time i finished on the show i kind of established a life here and that was that much to my family's dismay i decided to stay
0: (laughs) so before before we go into california just take me back you're from australia right
1: Yes, I am. I'm from Sydney, Australia.
0: The only time we got, you know, we were familiar ourselves with Australia was Crocodile Dundee movies, but how is (laughs) is everything in Australia? How is that like?
1: It's a beautiful country. You know, I didn't appreciate it as much as I should have when I lived there, but when I go to visit now, it's it's so beautiful. We definitely have everything. The best beaches, we have the outback, we have much like living in California actually, a lot of things to do, and it's just the people are fantastic, and it's a beautiful country, what can I say?
0: <laughs> when was the last time you've been there?
1: I, I used to go, before I had kids, so I used to go every year, but um, since I had the kids, it's kind of stretched to every couple of years.
0: How did you get started into acting? Like, How did that come about?
1: Um, well, I've, I've been acting since I was very little. I started in elementary school doing, you know, school musicals, and um, and just fell in love with it. And uh, and then when I left uh elementary school, and I ended up going to performing arts high school, kind of like uh Juilliard kind of school. And I got involved. I was dancing. I was a dancer mostly, and I got involved in um, singing. And then acting kind of followed. And I just ended up loving it and just pursued it. I went to acting school after high school. Um, I started modeling and then this audition came up for a show in um, America, a kids show. (laughs) (laughs) And I just auditioned like it was just a regular audition for me. I wasn't thinking anything of it. I didn't really know what it was. Um, And then next thing you know, I'm on a plane over here. So it was a, a bit of a dream come true for sure.
0: Before getting into acting, um, how long was you modeling for?
1: I modeled from, what was I when I started? 16. I started doing it more intensely when I was 18. Um, so from eight, six, 16 to 20 when I came over here. And I obviously wasn't I wasn't able to do anything else when I moved here because I was committed to the show. So, um, yeah, I did, mostly, I did a little bit of catwalk, but I was too short. I mostly did... Um, <laughs> Paintwork.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. And then, um, so th- there was there was an o- um, audition for the kids' show Power Rangers, right? And how did that come about? Yeah. Like you just went in? Yeah, it was
1: um, it was just a regular audition. Like I said, I just knew it was a children's show in America. Um, and so I had to go in and do um, do a scene, and then I had to do a like a three minute martial arts routine, and I, that was. That was embarrassing. <laughs> I, uh, I was a dancer. I had not done martial arts, but I had a friend of mine. He came over and gave me some tips and we put a little routine together. So it obviously wasn't as bad as I thought I wouldn't be sitting over here. But, um, uh, yeah, and then my third callback was, they kind of narrowed it down by that point to three of us. And, um, I met with Shu Levy, the producer. And- And then I think he called me personally, maybe two weeks later, to say, how do you feel about moving to Hollywood? And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, and then, you know, it was a mad rush to get all my paperwork together and green cards and whatnot, Mm -hmm. or visas, not green cards. And then I was over here. I left my family and my friends, and off I came, and when I first arrived here, all of the... The other rangers were doing a press junket for the first movie. So I was very isolated for the first two weeks of being here. I was all by myself. It was it was a big change.
0: Wow. But, so, wow! Especially being in L.A. for all that X amount of time. I, I didn't even realize you yeah. stood there from all that time. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So uh, that
0: was, was the best, best
1: thing that happened to me. I I loved, I loved everything about the experience. And it was wonderful
0: very grateful. Oh, you came in during the, what is it, the third season, right, of Power Rangers? Yes. And, yes um, you replaced, and you replaced Amy Jo Johnson. Now, you know, there's a lot, like, in different shows, like, you have the Dukes of Hazzard and other shows where, like, they replace certain main characters. Was it hard coming in replacing Amy Jo Johnson and how how did the fanfare come about once you replaced her? Well, before I came, I, I did watch an episode so I knew that she was she was uh, one of
1: the main people because I, I didn't really understand what was going on when I got cast. I knew I was gonna be a series regular but I didn't really know what that meant exactly. Um, but when I came here, you know, I saw I saw how loved she was and everything. I definitely felt the pressure and that and a big responsibility to do a good job. Um, and they actually told me if I didn't cut the mustard I was gonna be shipped back, you know. I had like a three month probationary period. Wow. So I had a lot lot of lot of pressure on me. Um and Amy Jo was really nice to me. Everybody was very welcoming. And Amy had had decided she wanted to move on. So for her, she was ready. Um, but me, you know, I'm replacing someone so popular. It was it was definitely challenging once I realized what I was in for. Um, but I think they did a good job in making us very, very different. Um, our characters were very different, and we look very different, and we just. Very, very different people. I think they were smart to do that rather than bringing in another cute brunette, you know, yeah. to to try and replace her. I think it was a good thing that they went way off, way off stick. So,
0: yeah. yeah. They transition, you know, they transition you and the other two actors like right away because, like, you know, the show was on on fire and it was moving. So, you know, you yeah. came in, you came in at the, I, I think the cusp of the popularity. Yeah. You know, how did that did that overtake you? Like, like, did you realize what you was getting yourself into? And you, you know. You know when, I,
1: when I when I realized it was um, was when I went to the premiere of the, the first movie with all of that, and I, I directed with Jason, Frank and his wife and one of the um, brightest of the show Doctor and we stepped out of the limousine and it was like Jason was just mopped <laughs> and it was like paparazzi everywhere and people screaming and I was like, Whoa, a kid's show is causing this much? Like this is a big deal and it was just like everywhere you went was power into everything. And I I mean it was very like, Wow, this is this is big. This is a really big deal. Um, so yeah, they were like rock stars, and they, when they did their hand, hand and foot ceremony at the Chinese theater, I mean, they were just very, very, very um, popular, so <laughs> it was definitely like a, a big shot for this little Australian girl to come and in step into that kind of, you know, humongous tr- uh, franchise, you know,
0: so. Watching Power Rangers when I was small and everything, I don't remember even ever hearing you on T M Z or anything like that. So, you know, you've been really good, you know, with yourself and everything. What do you what do you equate that to? Like have you stood away from all like the Hollywood parties and all that stuff? Yes,
1: I mean definitely I, my, my faith in God is a, a very big factor in that. I, I always want to be doing the right thing by him first of all. Yeah. Um and definitely I just don't feel like as a um as a role model for children, I have a responsibility to uphold a certain image, and I would never want to disappoint a child that thinks, you know, that looks up to Cat and thinks she's, you know, this fantastic role model, and then to find out, you know, Cat's doing drugs or sleeping with some, So, it's like, you know, yeah, yeah. No, I would never, I would never do that. I, I took it very seriously, um, on and off the set. So, um, yeah, I just, I feel like as a as a person in the spotlight, you have... You do. You have a responsibility to um, represent yourself the best you can. You
0: know? Yeah. The dialogue. How much dialogue did you need to know from one episode? Is it like a soap opera type dialogue? Or is, was it short? Well,
1: it was short. But we, we used to film several episodes at once. So it was never just one episode. We would shoot over a, two- a two-week period. We'd shoot... They call it a cluster. Mm-hmm. So we'd do like three episodes. So often we would we wouldn't know what episode we were shooting from the <laughs> Like They would just throw dailies at us, which is like, instead of giving you the whole script, they would just give you the dailies, which is just your portion of what we are doing. So we didn't really know what the story was. We would just show up and this is what the scene is and this is your lines and just act, go.
0: So. <laughs> so, yeah, little in- interesting way of shooting. But um,
1: but we got through it. That's why like sometimes in the fans, tell us things about the episodes we don't even remember half of what they... I mean, I've learned so much about the show from from the fans that <laughs> I didn't know when I was on it. So... Yeah, and and it's cute when the fans try and make sense of things, and we're
0: like, don't try and understand it. It's not meant to make sense. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you just you just follow the script, and then you make it make sense, and then afterwards you're like, yeah. what what the freak did I just say? <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, which one is your favorite? Did you enjoy Zeo or Turbo more, or the or the or Mighty Morphin? Um, did you have a preference, or I I don't have a preference. I
1: love them all for different reasons. Um, obviously. MMCR, when I first came on, that, that you know, when I was evil and I was fighting between being evil and good and the transition to the Pink Ranger. I loved all those episodes. Oh, okay. um, And I really liked Zio because I felt like they really touched on a lot of moral issues in Zio and I really enjoyed the storylines in Zio. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't like the Machine Empire, though I thought they were really <laughs> lame. Um, and then the third... The turbo, I I just um, felt like I really kind of came into my character, and I felt much more comfortable. And um, and I, I liked Diva Talks and that whole storyline. Yeah. Um, and it was fun having Blake, you know, a little boy on the set. Yeah, Blake Foster. Model yeah. him a little bit. Yeah. So yeah, they all they all have um, a special place in my heart.
0: Did you see that fan film of Power Rangers? And what was your honest opinion about it?
1: I did see it, and I thought it was very cool, actually. I, I was impressed with the caliber of actors that they got for it, first of all, and um, I thought it was dark, but I really liked that they did a different take from it. I thought it was fun.
0: Yeah, I know. I, th- I thought it was really different. I guess you know what it is. I, I understand. I know Jason David Frank wasn't really a fan of it because of you know the the nature of the subject. But you know, if, you yeah. know, people like me who grew up on it really loved that take on it. You know, it was really yeah. really awesome just seeing that. You know, I love the
1: people are taking taking it in a different direction because uh, Saban won't do that. They're not going to to do an adult version of the film. So of um, the
0: show, I mean, so, um, yeah, I thought it was very cool, I thought they did an excellent job, well done, <laughs> yeah, you know, that's why, you know, like, with Power Rangers, I sort of compare it to Star Trek, because, you know, Star Trek, you know, you have a lot of Trekkies that go to the Trek conventions, and there's actually mm-hmm. Power Ranger conventions, surprisingly, and, you know, it's, you know, Power Rangers is huge, you know, people don't realize yeah. it, it's so huge, like, going there yourself, and seeing all these fans, and, you know, people coming up to you, and you're an inspiration to them, how does that make you feel? Oh, it's so humbling,
1: and it's such an honor. I, I remember the first convention I did was in 2009 um, in L.A., and I got a uh, call from someone asking me to do it, and I was like, what? Really? <laughs> People want to meet us? And he's like, yes. And I said, well, okay, I'll come down, and Nakia was there ahead of me. She'd gone earlier because I couldn't go on, on one of the days. I just like one day. And she was like, oh my gosh, Kat, you you are going to freak out when you get here. And um, I walked in and it was just lines of people. And it was was crazy to me. I was like 20 years later and people are still, well, it wasn't 20 years at that point, but 15 years later, people are still interested in this show and still know who we are. And I get to hear stories all the time about people who were bullied and powering just gave them hope. Or, you know, your cat, your character cat, um made me, um, realize, you know, I needed help, I had an eating disorder, and, you know, when cat was going through that, that really, I really connected with that, or you, you know, girl saying, you made me a strong woman, like, that's so, I mean, that is such a, an honor for people to say things like that. And, well, we would, we were shooting this little kids show, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I love, I love going to the conventions and getting to meet everybody and hearing their stories, and, it really fills
0: up my bucket, for sure. Oh. Um, how about the casting? You know what's fascinating about it is everyone, everyone of the cast of Power Rangers, they seem really genuine. Like, everybody, you know, they have no drama. They have no issues, like I was saying before. What was the casting process like? Did they do, like, a background check? Did they check your psyche? Like, what did they do, basically? No, they didn't, they didn't do background checks. <laughs>
1: it's just, no. It's just an
0: audition,
1: like any other audition. Yeah, yeah. No, nothing like that. I mean, yeah, they're taking a risk, I guess, because we've, we've had some people that are not very stable that yeah. have been Power Rangers. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I'm, but to be honest with you, all actors are
0: crazy. We're all a little bit crazy. So. <laughs> oh. Also, you know, there's a feature film of Power Rangers coming in the near future. Um, have you been in contact with anyone, or has, has anybody yeah. reached out to you?
1: No, no, no one, not yet. We well, all kind of have a feeling that they're going to just stay away from, from the original people um, and just kind of do a whole new take on it. Um, I know they're talking to some pre- pretty big actors to, do, to play the characters, so we'll see. Uh, I'm excited to see what they come up with. I would love to be in it if, if there was a part for me, but um, I'm not holding my breath.
0: Yeah. Well, at least like a cameo, like you're you're driving a cab yeah. or something, you know, something. I know. Small. Wouldn't that be funny
1: if you just keep seeing like each of us, like someone walking by in the background, <laughs> and you're like, "Wait, was
0: that
1: was that Tanya?" <laughs> or, or or have a <laughs>
0: uh, or have your character cat pushing a stroller with with, with twins or something, you know? <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. It would be
1: cool, but we'll see. We'll see what they come up with. <laughs>
0: Oh, and um, be, um be, being on the show um who are I'm, I'm sure you're close to everybody but is there any particular cast member you're more i guess closer to not that you're not close with everybody else but is there someone well, on the show you have a more kinship with yeah uh, obviously
1: nakia and i um yeah. she's like she's one of my dearest friends she's like my sister so she's definitely the person i'm most close to um but i'm i love karen ashley um i'm really close with um Steve Preddiness and Johnny Bosch and Jason Frank and I've become really close actually with Erin um, Cahill and Jason Font.
0: Yeah.
1: From time forth, we met them through the conventions, and she is just the sweetest, most adorable person on the planet. And you, when you meet her, you you don't almost don't think it's real. She's so adorable, and <laughs> she is just the not one of the nicest people you ever meet. So she's like my little sister. I love her. Um, so, yeah, all of them they're all like, when we get together, it's like being with, you know, high school friends again. It's wonderful.
0: Yeah, it's, it's weird because there's no competition. There's no, like, our Rangers was mm-hmm. better than your Rangers, you know?
1: No, I, I don't think so. I mean, I think um, the original cast, you know, the Money Morphin original cast is always going to be the most popular cast, mm-hmm. but they, they made the show what it is. Um, but everybody's very accepting and loving towards each other, and every season has something special and has its certain fans, every single season, you know?
0: Yeah. What was the reason for your departure? Did you just to choose to bow out, or what was the reason? Um,
1: you know, at that time, I'm, I'm going to have to reach into my brain here and see what I can remember exactly, <laughs> but I know Jason Frank was getting itchy feet to leave. He was kind of ready to move on. He's... You know, he was the only original from the first, you know, few episodes to be still on the show. So he was ready to move on, and, and that was fair enough. And I think Saban felt that they didn't want to do another cast change, and Tommy being the leader and being the most popular of all the car rangers, um, it would have been a very awkward transition to have him leave and everybody else stay, mm. I think. So they basically decided um, Blake would be the transition, the new class, because he was a kid, and they could use him for more seasons. And um, and we, we basically discussed it and we decided, yeah, that was that was how it's gonna be. You guys are gonna move on. <laughs> so it was it was hard. It was really hard. Okay. It was very sad. Oh. We, we we didn't
0: want to go. <laughs> wow! Um, oh, so. uh, <laughs> and after Power Rangers, was it hard getting work? Or you know, I know you've been busy and you've been working also. And besides being yeah. a mother as well, was it harder? Yeah. Like, did you get typecast because oh, she's a Power Ranger? Yes. Yeah. Definitely
1: typecast. Yes, definitely. Oh. Um, I think the only person that's really been um, from from the original cast that's had a huge amount of success, success is Amy Jo. Um, she left at the right time, but I think she even fought with that that, that image that people have. You're a superhero, and you're known as Kimberly. So she had to really prove herself to to get to get a name for herself out there. Um, and I definitely felt that when I was going out there, it was I felt like I really had to get rid of that stigma. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, this industry it's a hard hard industry acting. It's, you've got to have nerves of steel. And I didn't.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, well, you could say you're a superhero now. You're a mother. And how's motherhood for you like? Oh, that's, that's the best role ever. That's the best
1: <laughs> job in the world. It's the hardest job in the world, but the best job in the world. And uh, I'm, I just, I just every day, I'm so grateful I get to be with them. And, and
0: uh, they be a superhero. So they're, they're the best. They're yeah. um, and and nine and seven. Uh, so. Oh, sweet. God bless Kathy,
1: God
0: bless Is there any Any um, trips for the, In the New York In the near future Or is there any Are you going to New York Comic Con
1: I'm, I'm not going to New York Comic Con um, I tend to stay away From the really big ones But you never know I, might, I may end up there One day Yeah But um, at this point I like doing the, the The smaller places Where they don't get To meet people You know When we go to Texas Or the Midwest Or whatever People are so excited To have you there Because they don't get That Very often, New York and LA—they see people all the time, Mm -hmm. you know. So I kind of like that. I like going to the places where people don't get that experience. Um, But um, I'm going to be—where am I? I may be doing. Let me think. I've got seven more this year, but I think most—I don't think I have any on the East Coast. I was going to do one in New Orleans, but i am not doing that now. I'm doing two in Florida and then I've got, like, four in Texas, different wow. parts of Texas, um, Little Rock, yeah, I haven't, I haven't got any on the East Coast at this point, I may be doing Philadelphia next year, um, but I won't get into next year until it all happens, but, um, yes, so it's
0: not at this point. <laughs> Wow, so this is more. This is more of your role now, besides being a parent, doing a lot of the convention tours, and you know, at least you get to see everybody, and you know, you know, you get to reminisce, and you get to go out to eat. Um, has the conventions, you know, cause there's you know, there's a lot of people who won't do conventions because they get freaked out with the crowds. Um, you're, yeah. you're not like that at all, right? You're 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 game. No, no, I I have had I only had positive
1: experiences with it. Um, I've never had anybody. Um, do anything that's been um, scary or rude or anything like that. Um, and yeah, no I, I don't feel I don't feel that. I understand people's uh trepidation with that I guess, but um, I haven't had that experience.
0: I love it. Gotcha. Um Catherine is there um a social media where people could look you up or see what you're doing, a Twitter account or anything?
1: Yes. Yes. I have a Facebook account, um Catherine Sutherland Official and I have Instagram, which is Catherine underscore Sublet. Um, and I only usually use the Instagram one when I'm doing conventions because I I don't have time to keep posting. I need to be better about it, so please forgive me. Um, but the yeah. Facebook page I'm pretty active on. Um, so, yeah, I don't have Twitter. I probably will never have Twitter, so if you see any Twitter accounts, it's not me. And there is a lot of fake accounts out there with me on them, so... These are my only two social media accounts, so please don't friend any of those other people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow! So if you have the real Catherine, then you hit the you hit the jackpot. You hit pay then, because there's a lot of Catherines out there, I guess. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah,
1: there's some, there's a lot of scary, um, yeah, fake accounts, but yeah. Anyway.
0: That's um, a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Catherine, for giving me your time. I know we've been trying to do this for a little bit. Um, I appreciate the yeah. time. Oh, my
1: pleasure. It was nice to finally connect. Thank you for all your referrals for, uh, for
0: places to eat in New York. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Definitely check that out. I will. I will. <laughs> and I hope everybody out there was intellectually <laughs> stimulated by way of mobile devices. The, devices. the Atomic Podcast.